I'm Chris H., and welcome to Pop's Pint, a conversation with my friends where we discuss fatherhood in 2019. Welcome to the fourth episode of Pop's Pint. Today, I got my boy Jake on the line who is joining us from Delaware. Are you in Delaware now? Yes, sir. Yep. All right, my friends. And uh, we're going to be discussing the first 14 days after the delivery. Um, we, uh, we were initially going to say Hell Week, but it's definitely you're, – you're, you're two weeks into an NFL season right now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And uh, how is uh, how how's the sleep right now? How you doing? You know, I, there's no such thing as sleep, really. Um, you you got to just take it as it comes. You know, a lot of people say, "Sleep when the baby sleeps." Sleep when the baby sleeps. But I swear to God, if another person tells me to sleep when the baby sleeps again, I'm just gonna smack him upside the head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just. You want to just take every every moment, every moment with your, you know, with your child, whether it's your son or your daughter, and you just watch them sleep. You want to hold them. You know, you don't care where you are, the bed, you know, the couch, wherever it is, the bassinet, you know, the monkey swing, whatever. You know, it's it's, it's life changing. So to say, you know, how much sleep I've gotten, I think last night was the most because I'm actually at my parents' house right now. Um, so my mom took them from like. I think like three, three in the morning to like seven. So that was probably the most I've gotten. But, you know, just going back, it's just like, you know, you just, just want to watch him. You just want to watch him sleep and make sure everything's all right. So, um, yeah, not, not a whole lot in the first, first couple weeks or the first two weeks. Say. <laughs> That's why you're my boy, Jake, because you're such a mush. You're such a mush. Just like me. I knew you were going to be a mush. <laughs> I am, dude. It's, you know, it's, everything kind of turns you know it just turns you know um I'm not gonna lie with the second my son was born I cried like a 10 year old girl you know it's, 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 it's crazy <laughs> crazy uh you know and, and to have those emotions just happen so quickly it's it was it was, it was special all right well before you start crying into your beer uh on the fourth episode of pop's pint uh the rules are you gotta you gotta have a beer during the conversation so what are you drinking here Jake? I'm drinking one of my favorites, the Heineken Light. Uh, it's premium, <laughs> quality, premium quality, brewed in, uh, in Holland. Um, nothing, <laughs> nothing tastes so good as a Heineken Light. Those Salisbury lacrosse players, they have such fine taste. Uh, <laughs> those would be the natty lights. Well, I mean, just to outclass you, I got an Orderville Modern Times beer. It's a hazy mosaic. I'll let you know in a couple minutes uh, the flavor profile, Jake. I'll let you know about the flavor profile. Please do. Are you more of a hoppy guy, less hoppy guy? Uh, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan into the hops. I mean, I am into the Palau's and the IPAs, but I'm yeah. liking the sessions now. It's less alcohol, so it's kind of like you're drinking a light beer, but you still get all the flavor. Right, right. Because I mean, when you get to my age. Just so, just so that the fan, the, the fans out there know us, the the three or four fans, um, which is like my wife and my parents. Uh, Jake is a, Jake is a lot younger than me. He can move. He can he can still actually play the game of lacrosse with these twenty uh, two year olds. Barely, 
Barely, barely. We'll sit. You, we'll talk another year uh, and see how much how much run you get with the uh, with Ryder. <laughs> no, oh, right. no. Right. yeah, that's true. So I, I mean, so you're you're you you said you were 13 days in. Yeah. Yes, sir. 13. All right. So give, give me a breakdown about. I mean, like. It, just we haven't really talked we haven't we haven't set up the podcast we haven't gave you a quick rundown kind of right before we started but um like what are your first kind of takeaways uh leaving the delivery room leaving the hospital and those first couple days what are they like i mean because i think this is the real real i mean like when like you saying just straight up everyone tells me to sleep when the baby sleeps sleep when the baby like no, and it's and it's hard, and you're not going to. I mean, you're going to live your life. Um, what yeah. What have you really like walked away with? Have you have you have you thought about the last 13 days? What it what it has been? What is it compiled of? And really, kind of your your emotions now. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, you want to you do everything you can before the baby comes. So you read the books. I bought a really good book. Um, what did you buy? Uh, uh, it was from Ben Watson. I forgot the uh, Player's Playbook, maybe, by Ben Watson. Um, and then uh, another book. But they tell you what to get ready for. They tell you look at the signs to get ready for. And, you know, you feel like, you know, you know what you're doing until, you know, it happens. You know, Jamie was going into labor. I'll never forget. It was, the, it was you know, last two Sunday nights ago. And, you know, all of a sudden my mind just blanks. Like I forgot what to do, you know, cause you just, now you're in, you know, you're in that, you're, you're in that mode. Um, you know, but when you're in the hospital and you're getting ready to leave and they tell you all these things and it's going to be all right. And the baby, you know, the baby's going to be fine, but you really think in the back of your mind, it's like, all right, I got to just do everything they say and then he'll be fine. Um, you feeding wise, you want to keep a schedule. Can do I do two every three, you know, two to three hours? Do I do two and a half? Can I do two and a half? Can I do two forty five? Like I don't want my baby to starve. So it's really just finding a good median, um, taking what they say and then kind of putting your own twist on it. I think that's what you really have to do. We had a we had a really good nurse. Um Lauren was we had we had both C sections for Harper and Dempsey, and um, one of the 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 first C section, the nurse was prepping us, and we were, she I mean she could tell that we were nervous, and mm-hmm. she looked at us and she was like, everything's going to be chill, like everything's going to be cool, but I, I will say this, she's like, if you have any questions or if you have any like if you have any fears or if you're noticing anything with your baby, she was like, you're the one that knows your baby. She's like, no one else will know your child. And right. if you think something's wrong, something's wrong. She was just, and I was like, whoa. It like just stuck <laughs> with me immediately. And like the baby, Harper wasn't even born yet. And, but she just looked us squarely in the eyes and she's like, you know better than the doctors. Like, it, yeah. yeah, use their guidance. But like, if you, if something's up, something is up. You know this child, you're going to be with this child 24 seven. And kind of like you were saying, it, like you follow kind of the game plan, but you, I mean, you're, you're going to ad lib as you go along to kind of what, uh, what the circumstances are. It's never kind of uh, a cookie cutter, like round peg in the round hole, right? Like, right. 
it's yeah. good. every situation is going to be different. And if it was that easy, then everyone would do it. Oh yeah. You know? it, no, oh, it yeah. is. It's one of the hard, it's one of the hardest things that you will ever do as a man. It's one of the hardest things that you'll ever do as a husband or wife without a doubt. Absolutely. So how, how is riders feeding been? I mean, like I, that's, I think that's one of the things that kind of stood out to me. Um, I mean, it stood out to me like immediately. And the fact that like, I, we, we didn't take a lot of, we didn't do any classes. I did read a couple okay. of books um, yeah. and they were helpful, but it was like, be supportive and all, you know, all that. Ch- it's like right. common sense. I felt like uh, it was. Yeah, it was very common sense. What I didn't know was like, I just figured women started producing milk like when the baby came out. Like, yeah, I, I mean, know, you're kind of close. Yeah. yeah, like I had no clue. I mean, did you know about this? The, the, the nutrients that they, like, I forget what it's called. It's called the colostrum. The colostrum. There you go. See, I mean, yeah. Jake, Jake, my man, is a, is a teacher. And has uh, an extreme wealth of knowledge well beyond my capacity. And that, I mean, that's why he's on the call right now. That's why he's on the podcast. Yeah, but I mean, it's just reading about it, you know, reading about the breastfeeding. And I'll, I'm going to agree with you 100%. Jamie and I didn't do any classes at all. Um, about a week before, we were sitting there and we were looking at each other like, man, we should have went to a class. Like, we should be doing this. And I was like, no, let's just log in on YouTube and we'll do like a seminar on, you know, on YouTube. And we, I'll tell you right now, there were a couple of good videos that we watched um, where it was like a 45 minute session. And this lady was just telling us the things to look for, um, how to help, you know, Jamie breathe because, um, you know, obviously it gets harder as, you know, the months go on and the baby's just like jammed into her pelvis. So what we did, and you know, just to give you a quick, uh, just, detailed I guess idea is just I got behind her I lifted up her stomach and she was able to breathe and she's like oh my god that was so much easier I would have never known to do that you know to make life easier for her um and then just like yeah you lift up her stomach and then you kind of like waddle like a penguin back and forth and it just helps her breathe instead of like having her stomach just way on her you know way on um, her thigh so it's just little things like that that you know yes you should go to a class but if you just take the time and, you know, read and watch the videos. It's, it's a little more helpful. And you're like, oh, thank God I did that, you know? Yeah, and I didn't just spend three to four hours doing something <laughs> like a meet and greet and kind of – no, I, that, yeah. that's pretty solid. I, the next time that you do this belly um, hold and walk around the room like a penguin, though, you do need to record yourself and send it to me. Oh, absolutely. And then there was one where you kind of – you like – you lean over, put your hands on the bed, and then you just do like a hula hoop. Uh, you do like a hula hoop rotation, and that just gets your pelvis looser. And uh. then because that way the, ba- the that way the baby like is able to not slide faster, but is able to slide a little bit better um, on, on its way through. And once again, I wish we would have like looked at that maybe like a couple weeks before. Cause then we would like, you know, we would consistently do it, which would maybe make the pregnancy um, and the delivery a little easier, but you know, you live and you learn and you know, everyone says like the first child, you want to do everything to a T and then, you know, the second child, it's whatever. But you know, I think, 
if in, you know, if we do have a neck, you know, another child, which we hopefully plan on doing, you know, those are the things we'll, we'll, you know, we'll take into, uh, into consideration. Two weeks in and he's already talking about number two. Just a warrior, just beast mode. <laughs> uh, later, 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 later. <laughs> so I, the, so we talked about uh, what is it? Colostrum, colostrum. Yeah, the colostrum. Yeah, that's the nutrients that's like before the milk comes um, that the baby drinks. Yeah. And I mean, did, did you guys have any trouble just as far as with the breastfeeding? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's funny because when you're in the hospital, you have that lactation consultant that comes in and helps you with that. And, you know, she helped Jamie through it. And it like every, it was weird. Every time she did it, obviously she, the, the yes. consultant, and it was easy, you know? And then the second Jamie would leave and we'd have, you know, she'd have to do it on her own, you know, it would hurt her. It would bother her. And then, you know, that's when the frustration comes in and then the emotions get, you know, get the best of her. And it's like, I can't do this. And, you know, then you're like, oh, well, do we go to formula? And so it's a lot of different, you know, it's a lot of different emotions. And then we try and get the, um, the consultant back in and she does it no problem, you know, and then there's all the ways to hold the baby. And yeah, so it was, it was actually pretty difficult for her. Um, and, it, and to be honest with you, it still kind of is. So um, we're just trying to take it one step at a time because we want our baby to be uh, breastfed for, you know, at least six months. No, I hear it's, it's one of those things where I had no clue going into it. Um, I figured the breast milk immediately just started happen happening miraculously. And yeah, I I mean, yeah, you realize, Oh yeah, that this is a major issue because that's the primary source of your child's uh, nutrients. And you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, that, that totally makes sense. I didn't give it any thought. And then I didn't, I just figured breastfeeding was super easy, like it was just going to happen. And that is not the case whatsoever. I mean, we, we, we had the same like mirrored experience that you guys had, Jake. And I, I like, I can, I totally feel the stress. And then I'm, I'm also extremely anal, right? Like I want to be that dad that like, I, I want to be a part of every aspect of it. And involving myself and it's not really a part where I'm involving myself I have to just be there supportive and I mean the the fact of the matter is Harper did not latch on to um to to Lauren whatsoever and she yeah. Lauren up like it was a bad latch in the fact that like Lauren's nipples were bleeding and oh. also like the milk didn't come it really didn't get that it, it wasn't producing as quickly as we hoped and frankly, like Harper started losing a lot of weight that first week and you mm-hmm. go back, I think it's, I, I, you may go back like every seven, the first seven days or something. Um, and you yeah. get weight again and yep. we lo- we were losing weight. So we, we had to start with formula right away. Um, and oh, wow. yeah. And it, that was very hard too, because I mean, there is this thing of like mom shaming out there. Like it, it's like a real thing. And like, I get it. Like in the back of my wife's mind, she's thinking like, what am I doing wrong that I can't do this? Right. And right. that sucks. Like you don't want, like there's so many more other things to think about because you're trying to keep like take care of this new human being in this world. And like she, now she's feeling guilty and it's not her. Like 
the fact of the matter is like, there's a reason that <laughs> formula is out in this world. And our parents grew up on formula. No one breastfed. Like you, you no. just didn't breastfeed. Like that wasn't a thing a generation ago. Right. And I, no, it's, I, I, and I, it's totally a battle. I mean, Lauren had to pump. I mean, she pumped for six months and we did a mix. Uh, we did a mix of the formula and the breast. Um, Dempsey was a lot easier. Dempsey latched on immediately. And that, that was like something like, Oh shit. Like you gotta be kidding me. Like it's that different of an experience with Dempsey versus Harper. Like we were pretty shocked. Right. And that's what we're kind of actually doing with Ryder right now. It's, um, yeah, he'll latch on, but maybe latch on for like a minute or so and then stop or latch on for like 20 seconds and then stop. And then, you know, as you just mentioned, it, it is frustrating. And then as the husband, you kind of, you can't do anything, you know, it's just, oh, how can I help? You know, and you kind of just feel, you sit there, you know, you're helpless and it's like, well, what can I do to help? And it's just, it's a tough feeling to feel. And, you know, and, so what we what we're doing now is she's pumping, but she's kind of doing both. So she's pumping, and then when she can, she'll breastfeed. But then at night, what we've been um, what we've been trying out is doing the formula. So just at night, so from the hours between like nine and like the last feed, maybe at three in the morning, we'll do formula. Um, and then so it'd be like two ounces of breast milk and then one ounce of formula, just so that you know the baby, you know, rider does get enough. Uh, enough That's food all, for himself. Well, is Ryder taking the bottle? Yeah, yeah, he's taking the bottle well. So that's huge too, because it's 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 such a it's such a fucked up paradigm in the fact that like you want him to breastfeed, and you want him to breastfeed, and then it gets to like six months, and you're like, well, you don't want him to breastfeed too much because then they won't take the bottle, and yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, like it, and it, then so, yeah. every three months so, it changes. It's inaudible. Right. And so, and so many people talk about it. It's just like, well, they have to stay on the, you know, they have to stay on the breast for this long. They have to, they have to, they have to. And then, you know, I just had this conversation with my mom the other day because, you know, like we just said, you know, Jamie was having a hard time doing it. But as long as the milk gets there, you, you know, to me, it's like, as long as it gets there, I don't know what the problem is. You know, it, it's getting there. So why not, you know, continue to, you know, give, you know, give it to them the easiest way we can. I mean, because, you know, I mean, pumping does take not only does it take time but you know it does tire her out but so she tries to do it you know first thing in the morning oh around yeah lunchtime. it's a job man. Lunch, yeah oh absolutely around lunchtime and then the last one will be at like nine or ten o'clock so it's, it's a it's a complete job i mean and lauren was doing it at work too um and yeah. she was on that train where like we had to do it we had to do it I, the fact of the matter is you just want your kids to put pounds on. That's all it is right. like a breastfeed or formula, like, and come the second time around. I mean, I know a lot of people that are just like, screw this. Like I'm done with like, if they, don't, and, and some kids like <clears throat> I've talked to other dads and it was never a problem. It was never a discussion. Right. Like, and it's one of those things you just don't know about it until you're in it. Yeah. And I, 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 I mean, the biggest thing is if they're putting on the pounds, then that means they're getting the nutrients. That means they have, they're getting the development that they need. And there's nothing wrong with our parents. They, like, 
everyone's living good lives. They were all on formula before. Like we probably have right. formula. Like they're, I mean, come on. Right. It's, and then he, my dad, he, you know, my daddy, like, he's just, he's always just like, you know, my parents drank all the time and, and you know, and, you know, w- w- did whatever. And look at me, I'm fine. You know, so it's just <laughs> a lot of, you know, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's just crazy, but I think, you know, as you know, Jamie and I talk about, and as long as it gets there, I don't want her to stress herself out because sometimes it just becomes more of a stressor. And once again, the other half just is like helpless and you can't do much. But the good thing is though, Ryder has been, he's put on uh, over a little over a pound um, already. So he came in, he weighed in at seven pounds, 11 ounces, and then they lose weight as you know, typical babies do. So he went from seven uh, eleven to seven five to seven one, and then uh, he had his appointment the other day. He was eight four, so he, he's, he's you know he's he's putting on weight, which is great. So. Beast mode, beast mode. Yeah, I just bought him that tank. Uh, getting ready for summer, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> what was the tank? What What does the tank say? For the audience, Jank's a big uh, tank top guy. It says beast mode on it. Um, and it's, it's got the, it's a, it's a cutoff hoodie <laughs> and it has, uh, it has, it's like short. So, you, you know, it's, it's pretty neat. Um, Are cutoff oh, hoodies like wanna... the thing right now? I, get, I mean, I see people in the gym with them all the time. I'm not going to lie. I wore one one time. I just, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I got me. one too. CJ hooked me up with one and, uh. CJ was on episode two of the Dad Bod. Yeah, I heard that. I heard a li- I, uh, heard a little bit of it. Yeah, he was he was funny. I mean, I got to I got to make fun of him for the whole age gap between him and I. But yeah. you and I kind of have the whole age gap right now as well. That's all good. Um, <laughs> oh, but dude, one thing I want one thing I want to talk about um, since you know Ryder was circumcised, and I now clearly you know you don't have any boys, but. Dude, the crazy thing is onesies, onesie zip ups, man. I'll tell you, like, I wish I see that's something I wish like the doctors would have told us or the nurses would have told us. Yeah. Get, get like onesie zip ups because. Yeah. Cause the buttons boys, are horrendous. Oh dude. Anything that has a button, if you're a new dad, just throw it out right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. And like, and I'm not going to lie. Riders probably worn the same. Like we have like, five or six like real nice onesies he's worn them all the time like he's probably worn them like three or four times each just because a we have all these nice clothes that like all of our friends and family bought us which are awesome and we appreciate it but it's like the onesies are just easier so when, like you know his circumcision is turning out great which is fine but you know when you're quick to get something if it's like three in the morning and he like you know soiled himself 100%. Like, the last, you know the last thing you want to grab is like uh, you know, the Green Bay Packer, like, outfit that I, you know, we got him, or, like, you know, the cool summer shirt. Bucks, and you're, yeah, it's yeah. two in the morning, and you are barely awake. I'm plan on my kid, and I don't want to do that. I just want to zip him up and, like, call it <laughs> a night. <laughs> so, you are, so you're at your rents right now. Yeah, yeah. All right, nice. So, you, I mean, you got the backup squad, right? Like, so... 
I mean, who, who has been over to kind of help you guys out uh, those first couple of days? Because I mean, it does t- it, like having the village behind you is a huge help. Oh my God, dude. It's, it's, there's nothing like it. Um, so we left the hospital. We went to my house uh, in Baltimore for, for a whole week. And uh, Jamie and I actually are in the process of moving to Lewis beach, Delaware. Um, we, we bought a house and, uh, you know, we, we have a lot done in the last, literally last year. We, we, you know, we, we got married, we had a child, you know, we're, we're moving into our new home. So it's, it's a lot going on and we're trying to just take it day by day. But, um, what's neat about where we live or where we're moving to is that my parents are in the same development. And just like when we were in Yorktown, New York, we're growing up, my parents lived down the street from, you know, my grandparents and my cousins live in the next town over. My aunts live down the street. So we're all really tight knit, which is great. So having that support is going to be great. Um, my mom, you know, this is going to be her third for my mom and dad's the third grandchild. My sister has two kids. Um, Bryce is, he's about two, two and a half. And then Dean is, he just turned one. So, um, you know, riders, you know, 13 days. So she, she loves every second of it, which is great. Yeah. Three boys. Yeah. Having the, having, you know, like you said, having that extra, having the help is great, you know, and then, you know, Jamie's side and her family is, is very supportive too. So it's, it's, it's nice having all the support, you know? That's awesome. I I mean, I I know your parents got to be ear to ear and they're probably beaming right now. That's awesome. So good to hear. Yeah, it's great, man. I'll tell you, it's nothing like it. So uh, you you kind of hinted at this a little bit earlier when we started uh, the podcast um, about the recording of the of, of feeding time and going every two hours, every three hours, and just this. I mean, it is a stressful. Just like at, you, you got to get the pumping in, you got to get your naps in. Um, can you get? give a rundown of kind of like what your schedule is and how you guys are keeping track of all the peas, all the poops and the, all the, all the feeds. Right. Right. So we, we, you know, we try to look for some kind of pee or poo, you know, in every, in every, uh, in every change. But you know, if we start first thing in the morning, you know, let's say it's 7am, right. So we'll feed them. Um, then we'll go to about, you know, 9 30 10 o'clock but that can always change you know they're babies so they're gonna want something they're gonna soil themselves um you know they're gonna be you know they want to maybe just let a fart out you know so you have to try and see what the key you know those 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 cues are that they give you um but yeah we want to try and stick to we, we usually tend to stick to about two and a half to three hours um every feed you know we change obviously first and then we then we feed and then try to stick to that two, two and a half, three hours until it gets to nighttime. Um, since we just literally changed to formula and um, breast milk at night, we get an extra hour um, because apparently the formula gives the babies an extra hour of sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, it fills so them that's up a little bit more. Right. Right. So when we give, you know, Ryder his 10 o'clock feeding, he might go till two o'clock, which would be nice. But I, you know, knowing us, we always set our alarms probably like a half hour earlier, just in case. Um, but it, it, you know, it's nice. So you feed him then at two in the morning, and then he should be good until about five or six when we generally usually get up at that time anyway. So it's it's something we're just trying to still work in. But yeah, it's it's, it's the whole schedule. Like 
today he he was thrown off we went to we went to our house to do some laundry and and you know fix up a couple of things and he just started whining and you know we we tried to change him but there's nothing wrong with his diaper you know he thought he needed to fart or burp there's nothing wrong and then we just gave him a little bit of you know we gave him a little bit of milk and that's all he wanted you know and then it, it was crazy and then he ended up you know eating a whole ounce you know he had a whole ounce and it wasn't his time to feed and then we're just like oh shit so now that cycle's thrown off and then no, yeah, it's, it's not. Just, they, they're not robots. They can't. And that's what, I mean, I, I talk to Lauren about that all the time. Because the book or the doctor tells you all of this, that it's exactly, oh, right, right. you know, like. Yeah. It, it, but then we'll go back, you know, our two and a half, three hours. But, you know, we just, it. you want to start them, you know, at that, you, you want to be at that schedule. 100%. But yeah, no, yeah. like you said, the they're, not, they're not robots. The schedule is real, real. Like. Like, I never knew, like, I used to have friends that would, like, that had kids before me, and they'd be like, oh, we really need to get back because of nap time. And I would just be like, you guys are so lame, like, what are you talking about? Right, right. Yeah, and then when you have this little person that turns into a gremlin and just ruins... And or, it's he, like, or it's like, dude, I got to get back for tummy time. I'm like, what the what is tummy time? Like, what are you talking about? And as I'm like literally reading last week, it's like there's this thing called tummy time. I'm like, man, I forgot whoever told that person to that, that person's lame as shit. And I apologize. Like, you know, so and even tummy time starts, you know, for newborns, and that's what we've been doing. After um, about a half hour after Ryder eats, uh, we lay him on his, you know, we lay him on his stomach on the bed, but usually for his tummy time, he just, he sleeps right on my chest, which is great. And he's been actually picking his head up and looking around, which is phenomenal. And it's not even two weeks. So that's, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, tummy time, tummy time is funny, dude. I'll tell you. No, it's the, it's the coolest thing. Like when I I'm so stoked for you in the fact of one, I know you guys are taking monster and monsters amount of pictures. Um, just see the changes. Like, to go back three weeks or two weeks back um, from a month from now. Right. And to see kind of how Ryder has changed. Like it's, it's insane. Like it, it is pretty crazy. Like it looks, it, it's kind of like a Benjamin button thing going on in like advanced age. Like it, they change so drastically just within a couple weeks. Um, I, I like, it's so cool. It's, it's one of the coolest things ever. Yeah, one of his onesies actually are like his newborn onesies almost already a little bit too big, and we're just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like, yeah, like, so, I mean, with the newborn stuff, you need like one or two of them, two or three, two or three. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's crazy, and you know, we were first told by the doctor that he was measuring big, so we really didn't even think about buying any newborn stuff. And then he, he came and he's like, all the stuff that we bought him was just humongous. And we're just like, oh, shit, like we got to go out and buy like newborn stuff. But we, you know, it's a lot of just trial and error. You know, you kind of. Yeah. And like every brand is big or small too. Like the, oh they all, they're all different. Even the bottles, 
Like we just changed the bottle today. He had literally uh, three ounces in one bottle, and I had to change it because I lost the nipple top. And you lose all that shit every like every five seconds. I must have dropped on the floor or whatever. I'm like, mm, great. And then I poured it another one, and it was like two and a half. I'm like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not about to tell my wife, oh, Jamie, you got to pump, you know, half ounce more because she want to rip my head off, you know. But whatever. That's uh, it's absolutely hysterical. I mean, like uh, what you were talking about, just with the buttons, with the clothing, and just the onesies with the zipper. Like I never even would have given that any thought whatsoever. But I mean, when you're changing outfits, maybe four to five times a day, especially with a newborn. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like next, like now for like my my friends who don't have children and you know, like who are having children and, you know, they get gifts from us. It's straight zipped up onesies, dude. I'm telling you, like with a little button at the top and that is it. Cause we have a zip up. We have a, a button down onesie. I think he wore it once. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, nope. And the <laughs> zip ups are just easy. It's simple, you know? Oh, and then <laughs> you're going to love this one. And <laughs> this is embarrassing, but no one told us about this. So like the first week, you know, we, we get him dressed and we lay him in the bassinet and he would just cry constantly and constantly. We're just like freaking out, you know, as new parents do. And we just didn't know what was wrong. But then he would like sleep a little bit. And then we brought him down to Delaware and I go to change him. And my mom was like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm changing him. Like, he's fine. He's like, you don't have an undershirt. And I'm like, what do you, like, what do you mean? Why do I have to give the kid an undershirt? He's got a onesie on. I just put that on. And she just like did the whole like hand to the forehead, like look, like, and I'm just like, what, like, what do you mean? Just put the undershirt on. And I'll tell you, dude, no one told his dad at the hospital. No one said, you know, this should be on. Um, and then he would, dude, he was sleeping. Like it was no one's business. And I'm like, wow. And I really? that definitely. Is this like, just like, a, oh my God. is this a t-shirt? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's like the, it's like an undershirt. Is it, but is <laughs> it a onesie too? Is it, is it going around the diaper? No, no, no. It's not a onesie. No, it's not a onesie. It's just, uh, it's just an undershirt. And you know how like we wear like you know, yeah, beaters like the. Uh, it's like that, and they come oh. in long sleeve and short sleeve, and that goes under everything. And then another thing, my sister was telling me, she was like, um, whatever you wear, they should wear one more piece of clothing. So you know, if you yeah. have three pieces of clothing on, they should wear four. Um, yeah, but for him, be... like, I had no idea about the undershirt and he's more comfortable. He sleeps better. And if I didn't do that, he probably would, he'd lose it. But yeah, I, di I didn't know that. And everyone's just like, are you kidding? I'm like, no one told me that. There <laughs> like, you know, Mama D yeah. throwing the knowledge out there. I <laughs> do that with, uh, it's funny. Like I, with Harper, I definitely try to put more t-shirts on for her when she has like a sweater or something. But we don't layer, and we and we de we totally need to, especially where we're at our ways up in the woods. Uh, it gets cold. Yeah. But, whoa, yeah. that mind blown by this now that Ryder was starting to sleep well because of an undershirt. Oh my god, it was literally, dude, it's crazy. It was crazy, and I just was, yeah, I was blown away. And, I, and my mom's like, I can't believe you didn't know that. She's like, I'm not mad. I'm not like, I was just surprised they didn't tell you this at the hospital. And I was like, oh. No, they didn't really tell us how to dress him. They showed me how to change his diaper like once or twice. 
Um, yeah, but did you get did you get hand did, did you jump in next to them with the whole changing the diaper, Jake? To be honest with you, no. The doctor came <laughs> I in. I know you did because I talked to you when it happened. <laughs> the doctor came in and she's like, "Do you want to do this?" I was like, "No, nah, I'll watch." <laughs> but uh, but then the second time she's like, "Okay, you're doing." It. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm doing it now." Like you know, I just wanted to see, make sure you know how you do it. And now it's like it's it's easy, you know, as Routine, even with my baby. two nephews, even with my two nephews, it's just like before you know Ryder was born, I was just like, "How the hell do you do this?" And I'll t- it's so funny, like my mom and you see people change other like each people uh, change their diapers and do they do it in ten seconds? Here I am trying to like be super careful, like, and it takes me about like five minutes to do it. It should take me literally ten seconds to do it. Dude, I'm two and a half years in, and I'm still a five minute guy. I got it. I'm like, I'm so anal where like everything's got to be perfect. And I mean, because I mean, uh, you have you you haven't had a blowout yet, right? Like where it the stuff. Yeah, he. I mean, he. Well, if he is taking formula, the poop is changing. But like, there's a couple blowouts where we've left Dempsey or Harper when she was younger in the bouncer a little too long and then they poop and they're jumping <laughs> yeah. up and down and there's oh, only one place. No. To poop. Oh, it is my friend, my friend, not, a, not, not, no bueno, no bueno. <laughs> no, right we haven't the had the blow and I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for the, like in the back, like up the back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for that dude. Like, yeah, he's he's soiled a couple of times, and then we're like, let's just change his diaper size. So we yeah, change his diaper size. No, we went we so we've learned that, and Lauren got that from her mom class. I mean, you going up a lot earlier than like we flew through ones, we flew through twos. We're on threes right now, and I mean, honestly, we're kind of on the fours right now for Dempsey, and she doesn't need them, but they're a lot larger, yeah. and and it's more it's you're we're not playing with fire. <laughs> right right no i hear you because dude yeah Ryder had the newborn ones and he would sleep in the bassinet and i'd pick him up and he's soaked from like his shoulder to like his knee i'm like what the hell is wrong with you dude? well the other i the other so this is a good word of word of advice just with sleeping um if you wear a larger diaper it is going to have it's going to have more obviously absorption and uh play i mean more area for the pee to go and the fact that like hopefully it gives the baby a little bit more a couple more minutes another half hour another hour before they become agitated and then wake up right so like yeah we we size up so if she's in a three she sleeps in a four like that is the kind of uh the model that we are running with now in the h household oh, that's a good idea did not come from me, my friend. It, can, it definitely came from uh, uh, wiser sources. Oh, you can take the credit, man. I won't tell. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I, I am finished my beer. So that conclude. That, I mean, that, that that's bringing the conclusion of Pop's Pint episode four here. But uh, Jake, it, if there's one one piece or some words of wisdom outside of everything that we just covered. Um, what could you say about kind of the first 14, 13 days of fatherhood right now? Just enjoy every minute. Just enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's stressful. It's, it's, it's all the emotions, 
You know, you, you want to see all the emotions from your baby. You want to see the emotions from, you know, your wife or your husband, just, just enjoy it. And, and that's what we have been doing. I'll tell you, you know, you're not going to get sleep. So just accept that. Um, when you can though, it's awesome. Like I said, my mom took rider for like three hours. It felt like I was sleeping for 24, but you know, just, just enjoy it. So I really have to, I mean, it's nothing like it. And it's funny because you, with those people who don't have children, hearing that from other people like there's no other feeling you're like oh yeah well you know it's okay cool but when you actually really experience it then you understand and it's like wow this is it's crazy and just to leave you off of one last thing coming from um coach berkman of Salisbury lacrosse he said three things three best things in life number one is getting married number two is winning a national championship number three is having your child born so and and i've got to experience all three which is great it's a great feeling so <laughs> good stuff <laughs> man